spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by well, Mookie Betts. For Taylor, who makes a diving catch. And I even need to you got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Drive all the left and deep. And the This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA House. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this Sunday afternoon. The Los Angeles Dodgers certainly doing well. 83 and 36 on the season, first place atop the NL West, best record in all of baseball. After taking the first two games of the series with Miami, the Dodgers look to reel in the Marlins with a weekend sweep today. Their birthday boy, Ryan Pepio, gets the start today as he turns 25. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 110. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We're going to hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll dive deeper into today's big pitching match with the Marlins throwing one of the best pitchers in all of baseball in 30 minutes. Your chance to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. In 45 minutes, David Vasse will go one-on-one with J.P. Arncibia, the Marlins broadcaster and analyst from Replayer. Kirsten Watson will stop by. In just a few minutes, we'll check in with Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner in the booth. Well, last night at the stadium, somebody ordered a code red as the Dodgers flex their muscles against the Marlins. Dustin May, welcome back. Big Red, 15 months after his Tommy John surgery, he made his return to the mound for the Dodgers. The big right-hander showed off his fastball, his devastating sinker, his wicked slider. Dustin May would go five shutout innings, allowing just one hit along the way while striking out nine. Dustin May shook off some early nerves in the top of the first. He gave up a leadoff single, then he would walk the bases loaded, but not before getting out of that jam with the strikeout. No damage done. Dustin May with three punch outs in that first, and he'd go into a zone after that, retiring the final 13 batters that he would face. Meanwhile, the Dodgers offense roughed up Marlins rookie Brian Hoeing in the bottom of the first trade turner, Freddie Freeman back to back singles. Then with one down, up came Will Smith. Hoeing's 11th pitch. Smith with a fly ball to left field and deep. And Canarcion at the wall. It's a three run home run. Will Smith cracked his 18th home run of the year. He now has 70 runs batted in. And with the blink of an eye, the Dodgers have a 3 to nothing lead. Three-run home run for Will Smith, 403 feet to left, his 18th of the season. That's the top-tier play of the game brought to you by Arco. Quality top-tier gas for less. Dodgers with the early 3 nothing lead. 
With the way Dustin May was pitching, he would not have to do much more, but he did. The Dodgers offense provided more of that in the third back-to-back singles to start the inning from Betts and Turner. Freddie Freeman then an RBI to single to left, and the Dodgers' lead was now 4 to nothing. The next batter, Will Smith, struck out, but the Dodgers still had something going. Two on, one out for Justin Turner. The 0-1, Turner drills it down the left field line. Is it fair? Oh, yes, indeed. Three-run home run for Justin Turner. Oh, the route is on. It is now seven to nothing for Turner. His ninth home run of the year, and he's knocked in 61. Three-run home run for Old Red. Turn to his ninth of the season. Dodgers up seven to nothing on the Marlins. Dustin May with the five shutout innings. He turned it over to Caleb Ferguson, who pitched a scoreless six. Chris Martin struck out two in a scoreless seventh. Phil Bickford got the eighth and ninth inning. He put up zeros in both. Dodgers go on to shut out the Marlins last night, seven to nothing. They're now forty-seven games over five hundred. They're eighty-three and thirty-six. Dodgers an eighteen-game lead in the division. The magic number to clinch the NL West is now twenty-four. Today they go for the sweep of the Marlins. Ryan Pepio on the mound. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at one ten. And with more, we welcome in Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner, guys. All right, Tim, after the Dodgers recorded their 11th shutout of the season last night, 7 to nothing, looking to make it a clean three-game sweep against the Marlins. And as play begins today, the Dodgers are a season high now, 47 games over 500, 18 in front of San Diego. They've got the best home record, the best road record, best record against right-handed starters, left-handed starters. You get the picture, a pace now to win 113 games as opposed to that measly 106 they won last year. And last night, the return of Dustin May was the headline story. Boy, what a nice story it was, too. He went uh, five innings, no runs, just one hit, struck out nine. A little bit of uh, shakiness maybe in that first inning. He got the uh, first couple of outs, gave up a leadoff single. There was a stolen base, and then walked two batters to load the bases, only to strike out the final out in that first inning. After that point, he really settled down. And it's also good news from a standpoint is that obviously he found the strike zone, walked just those two that he issued in the first inning. But the velocity was there, Charlie. The command of the, of the strike zone was also there after the uh, the couple of walks. All in all, I don't know if you can script it any better coming back off of Tommy John surgery. Dave Roberts said before the game last night he ideally would get five innings and 75 pitches out of May. Well, he got five innings and 71 pitches. He was bloody efficient striking out nine along the way, and so the Dodgers above and beyond. Now they're cruising to the finish line. They've got a magic number down to 24 now. Having a greater sense of security about Dustin May going into October is a very big deal. Absolutely, because it solidifies what you're going to do. It gives them options also to go into the postseason. The Dodgers at home, I mean, uh, their record is incredible to begin with, 42-15. and They've now won 19 of the last 21 games at home last night, the 11th time that they have shut out the opposing team. And this afternoon, they know that they have a tough task against them because if you look back to the All-Star break, after Clayton Kershaw opened up the ball game for the Nash League, it was Sandy Alcantara who came into that second inning. And what a season he's having. The lowest ERA of any starting pitcher in baseball is at 192, going for his 12th victory today. And he's also thrown 173 innings or 15 and a third more than any other pitcher in the major leagues. Three career starts against the Dodgers. Not so good. 0-2 and a 14-81 ERA. 
That is very much in the past. Alcantara's an entirely different cat this year. Ryan Pepio on his 25th birthday will be making the start for the Dodgers, and we will detail that pitching matchup a little later on in the hour. All right, thank you guys. Coming up here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll check in with David Vasse. We'll break down this pitching matchup. Your chance to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. But up next, we'll hear from Dustin May. What a return for Code Red last night. 15 months after walking off the mound in Milwaukee, needing Tommy John surgery, five shutout innings last night for the big Dodger right-hander. We'll hear from him next as we lead you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Marlins. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Let's get you into the stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Here she is, Shannon McKercher. Headed through downtown L.A., 101 southbound side traffic is starting to stack up on this Sunday afternoon at Santa Monica Boulevard. Stays busy for you as you make your way uh, to Temple Street. It does open up after you pass Temple. If you're making your way um, on the northbound side of the 5, it looks like uh, you're seeing brake lights at uh, Main Street. Stays busy for for you as you get to Stadium Way, but not seeing any signs of major trouble after Stadium Way. Coming through South LA, coming up that 110 North crash at um, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard blocking the center lane. Traffic is stacking up from 51st Street. That's a look at your Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Shannon McCurcher. Thank you, Shannon. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. It's the Dodgers and Marlins, Ryan Pepio and Sandy Alcantara, the pitching matchup. First pitch is coming up at 110. Dodgers going for the three-game sweep. Last night, Dustin May, what a return. 15 months after Tommy John surgery, five shutout innings. He allowed just one hit. That came in the first inning. He struck out nine. He retired the last 13 batters that he faced in getting the win in the return. And last night, Kirsten Watson caught up with him. Dustin, well, first, just how good did it feel to be back up there on the mound and uh, here at Dodger Stadium? Uh, Super exciting. Excited to be back, and I'm just glad to get the first one out of the way and know that know that the first one's behind me and that I came out of it healthy and strong, ready for my next one. It looked like before you started your outing, you kind of just took a step back, took a deep breath, looked around the stadium. Um, were you just taking in the moment? Uh, yeah. yeah it, had, it had been a minute for me, and it was long awaited for me, and I was just, just taking a breath and kind of just kind of settling down and getting into it. How did you just get out of that first inning uh, in really kind of just up your things and be more efficient throughout the rest of your outing? I just decided to throw strikes instead of instead of balls. Uh, um, just kind of let the hitters make their own mistakes instead of me. Um, that's that's the that's the biggest thing for me is just not not trying to do too much and just put it in the zone. So what someone said you might have been too amped up, it might have been emotions, but what was it in the first inning specifically when you said you know you weren't just throwing and letting them hit it? Uh my head, I guess I just decided to take two guys off, just get the adrenaline going a little more, I guess. Um, no, I, I honestly, I don't know. I just kind of decided to spray. Um, it wasn't too far off, but um, it definitely wasn't wasn't strikes, so just got to dial it in. stuff to sort of bounce back to where it was pre-surgery, and then as you navigate the lineup, you're able to sort of go 12, 13 guys in a row. Yeah, I mean, it. It's it's super exciting to know that I'm back and know that I can go get guys out when I need to. And it was super, super exciting for me to know that 
I can get out of a jam when I put myself into one. Uh, that was that was super huge for the confidence boost and um, just got to build off this one. You say you're confident for the rest of the season in the playoffs? I mean, yeah, I'm, I've been confident throughout my career, and I mean, that's I got to stay that way, and there's no other way to look at it. With Walker and Clayton out, it seems like this team's kind of counting on you uh, to win a championship. How do you sort of take that responsibility in the context of, you know, you're also trying to come back from surgery here too? I'm not. I'm not really looking at it like that. I mean, I'm just. We got a lot of great guys on this team, and a lot of guys to pick each other up, and everybody else. So I'm just gonna go out and do my thing, and there's no reason to put extra pressure on myself. Did you feel like your old self tonight, physically? And- yeah, I mean, I, I felt like myself for the last few rehab outings, and just rolling into this one, it was the same. Doc said everybody's really happy and excited for you, but you probably have some holes to poke in your outing. So what are what are those holes that you? having your own performance tonight. As we talked about earlier, taking those two hitters off is not really ideal. I would like to take those two hitters back because potentially it could let me go into the sixth inning. Um, so just that would be about it. All right, there's Dustin May. What a return last night. Five shutout innings. He talked about that first inning, a couple of walks, a single. That was the only base hit he gave up in his outing last night. Nine punch outs. He retired the final 13 batters that he faced and gets the win. Congratulations, to Dustin May, who big things are expected for him the final six weeks of the season going into the postseason. All right, still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll preview today's pitching matchup. We'll hear from J.P. Aaron Sibia. He is a former catcher, now Marlins analyst. David Vaste will go one-on-one with him. But up next, we'll get you an injury report, the latest on the Dodgers, who are hoping to return here soon. And we'll check in with Dodger manager Dave Roberts. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday. First pitch at 110. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Marlins, Ryan Pepio and Sandy Alcantara. The pitching matchup, first pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 110. The L.A. Dodgers injury report brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw on the IL with the sore lower back. He is set to throw another bullpen session. David Vasse will have more on Kersh coming up. Yancey Almonte on the IL. He is beginning to throw. Blake Trinan, he is on the horizon. Bruce Dargratterall is with the Dodgers team in the clubhouse today, but most likely will be activated tomorrow for the start of the series against the Brewers. Tommy Canley working his way back on the 60-day IL. Victor Gonzalez, Danny Duffy, both on the IL. Duffy threw yesterday in a game over in Arizona at Camelback Ranch. Kevin Pillar trying to come back from shoulder surgery. Walker Bueller, Daniel Hudson, both done for the season. All right, let's head back out to Dodger Stadium as we check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure... In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Uh, Dave, you guys are going up against quite the pitcher with Sandy out there today. A lot of lefties in the lineup. What's going to be a key for you guys to attack him, whether it's early in the game or just kind of find a way to get to him? Well, um, he's one of the game's best. Um, it's a lot of velocity. It's good, really good command. It's just, it's plus plus stuff. Um, you know, building innings are tough. He doesn't walk many guys. He gets right, he's left, he's out. So I think it's just more of kind of just trying to hunt your zone and, and uh, you go out there and compete. Um, it, it's going to be a good challenge for us. Uh, I think the last time he was here, we got to him pretty good. So, uh, you know, knowing Sandy, I know it's not lost on him. So he's going to bring his bring his best today. So it's going to be a good one. Is he kind of a different pitcher where he's 
not like striking out a ton of guys, but it's kind of throwback and almost like you can navigate a lineup and work quick and get soft contact. Well, I, I think it's a, a little bit of a byproduct yeah. of, yeah, when he takes the baseball, he's expecting to finish the game. Uh, but the other part of it is that hitters uh, want to get in and out of the at-bat. So there's a lot of early contact because guys don't want to get deep into account too. Are your guys, do they get excited about a matchup like this? Do they dread it a little bit, on a, especially like a Sunday day game like this? Or like, do you, like how do guys look at it You know, when you have like the... I think, uh, speaking honestly, I think that when you see his name on the probables, you dread it. Uh, and then the day of the game, you look forward to it because there's no other way to go. So I think that, you know, you look at it and it's going to be a good challenge. And then now when you get into the day, it's like, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm sorry if you addressed this earlier this week, but moving Pepio up, is that just to give everybody else a day? It is. It is. It's to give everyone an extra day, yeah. And do you know if he's going to stick in the rotation after this? Or we is haven't that... made that decision. We'll see how today goes. Um, you know, but obviously, Bruce Dart's going to be activated tomorrow, so we have a move to make for tomorrow. All right, there's Dave Roberts down the dugout, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit AlignmentHealthPlan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse as we're leading you up to first pitch on this Sunday. Dodgers and Marlins. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Marlins, Ryan Pepio and Sandy Acantara, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 110. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. All right, Dave, it's a Sunday afternoon. Dodgers going for the sweep. But you talk about a great matchup. The best lineup versus the best pitcher in baseball? Yeah, Sandy Alcantara has been unbelievable this year. Certainly the leader to win the National League Cy Young Award. And from what I understand, Tim, he is a very intense pitcher on the day that he starts. And my understanding is he's taken that to a new level today because he is still hurting from last year's uh, rough outing against the Dodgers. So he's coming out here on a mission to try to redeem himself. And this is going to be one of the best matchups the Dodgers have seen in quite a while. And really, for me, I know the Marlins are out of it and the Dodgers are way ahead of it in the NL West. But this is a marquee matchup when you have baseball's best pitcher facing the best lineup in Major League Baseball. And the Dodgers have all their regulars out there. This looks like a playoff-type lineup. Before we get into anything else, Dave, Dustin May last night, 13 uh, straight batters he retired. He went five innings, uh, five shutout innings, struck out nine. What a return. Yeah, it was uh, really special for him. And he told me that he did turn the switch off when he got onto the mound. He felt the emotions as he was warming up going out to the mound. And today he told me uh, he found a way when he stepped on the mound to turn that switch off and control his emotions. But he's always been an emotional pitcher. We have seen him come off the mound and scream at himself in his glove. Last night after the first inning, he got an out after throwing 26 pitches. The final out after throwing 26 pitches, he was very fiery coming off the mound. So he's one of those pitchers that can harness emotions but still have them and pitch the way he did last night. And he did have a small contingent of family and friends, his parents, his uh, fiance 
and his agent was here at Dodger Stadium. Not to mention uh, Dr. Neil Elitrage, the man that performed the Tommy John surgery over just a year ago. And he really, uh, he's really fortunate to be able to have the Dodgers care to not have any major setback on his road during recovery. So that's the backstory on how he made it out successfully here on the mound last night at Dodger Stadium. David Vassay is with us, brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, Dave, they're competing in a different way? Yeah, well, number one, they have both started every single Dodger game, including today. Plus, they have a competition between themselves who is going to have more hits at the end of the season? <laughs> and after last night, they each had two hits and they each scored two runs. But after each of them having two hits, they are now tied for the major league lead in hits. They each have 148 hits. Freddie Freeman has never had 200 hits in the season. So that's his own personal goal, coupled with trying to beat out his teammate. And if that happens where Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner are the one-two as far as finishing with hits they are trying to become the sixth set of teammates to finish first and second in league in the league as far as hits go the mariners uh, had that going as well brett boone and edgar martinez were that uh, combo when the mariners had their run early in the 2000s dave last night the dodgers beat the marlins seven to nothing it wasn't a save situation but What's the closer status for this Dodgers team now moving forward? Well, it's going to be Craig Kimbrell for the short term. And we'll see whether or not when Blake Trinan comes back, if Dave Roberts starts to put in motion what he plans to do in October for the ninth inning. Because I have said this on Dodger Talk multiple times. I don't see Craig Kimbrell closing games for the Dodgers in the ninth inning. And I know Fangraphs, this analytical website, posted an article about bad luck concerning Kimbrell, that he still has good stuff. That's fine, but at a certain point, closers are held to a different standard. It's not about bad luck. It's about getting three outs. And Craig Kimbrell has had very difficult times getting three outs uh, the majority of the season. And a lot of it is self-inflicted. He'll walk a guy. He'll uncork a wild pitch, put a guy in scoring position. Um, so all of that is self-inflicted for the bad luck to happen and to hurt him. And that's why I believe when Blake Trennan comes back in September, the Dodgers will see where his health is at, and there's a very good chance you may see a combo of Trinan and Evan Phillips close out games in the ninth inning, I believe. Well, Dave, tomorrow's the day. Uh, good luck. We'll be thinking of you during your surgery and a speedy recovery in the days following that, buddy. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for holding down the fort without me during the Brewers series. Ironic, I'm missing... <laughs> The Brewers coming to L.A. It is kind of ironic. It is, really. All right, Dave, we'll check back with you in a couple of minutes. Dodger fans, I need three contestants because it's time for the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. 866-987-2570. You predict the player in the inning the most thrilling play will happen in tonight's game. And if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Match Amount. 866-987-2570. It's the Dodgers and the Marlins. First pitch at 110. I'm Tim Cates. This Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Marlins. Ryan Pepio, Sandy Alcantara, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 110. Woo-hoo. 
The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world in the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, our three contestants ready to go. Alex, you are first up. Alex, go ahead. What's your guess? I'm going to go ahead and Mookie Betts in the first with the home run. All right, Mookie Betts in the first inning. Good luck to you, Alex. Oliver is our next contestant. Oliver, welcome. What's your guess? I'm going to say Mookie Betts in the seventh. Mookie Betts in the seventh. All right, good luck to you, Oliver. LJ is our third and final contestant on this Sunday. Hi, LJ. What's your uh, guess? You know what? These guys are are boxing me in a corner here. I was I was going with Mookie. You can still so go with Mookie. Just pick a different with... inning. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go Mookie in the ninth now. All Late. right. All right. Go ahead. Good luck to you there, LJ, Oliver, and Alex. Our three contestants all picking Mookie Betts today in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else, Six Flags Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. So we're leading up to first pitch, Dodgers and Marlins. First pitch set for 110. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Let's get you into the stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Once again, here's Shannon McCurcher. If you are headed into L.A., northbound side of the 5, traffic starting to jam at Atlantic. It stays heavy for you as you make your way uh, to 4th Street. does open up once you pass 4th. If you're making your way uh, southbound side of the 101, uh, through Hollywood, it looks like uh, you are bunching up at sunset. Stays busy for your drive as you make your way uh, to Belmont. Um, looking at the uh, 110 North, uh, not seeing any signs of major trouble as you uh, make your way through Solano. That's your traffic. I'm Shannon McCurcher. All right. Thank you, Shannon. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about Dodgers and Marlins. Ryan Pepio, the birthday boy on the mound. First pitch coming up at 110. Still to come, we'll get to the keys to the game. We'll dive deeper into today's pitching matchup. But first... And now, joined by David Masse, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick, before we look ahead to today's game, it'd be hard-pressed not to look back at Dustin May's successful return last night. Was that fun to watch? Uh, Wouldn't you like to know exactly what was going through his mind, what emotions he was feeling? Because if you start to look at it, I mean, uh, had not pitched since uh, a year ago, May. And then you wonder about uh, all the the thoughts that you have. Is career over? Going to have Tommy John surgery? It's a long process, and kudos not only to uh, Dustin May, who, who made it through the gauntlet of coming back, but also the physicians. If you look at uh, Dr. Neil Elitrash, if you look at the trainers, I mean, kudos to everyone, because uh, you really need a village to come back and be able to do that. Yes, the big burden is upon the, uh, the pitcher himself, but what a nice story it was to see it go, go full circle and not only come out and get a tune-up, if you will, for the first time, but also pick up a victory. That was a nice story last night. And you got to love the competitive fire in May, trying to talk his way into the sixth inning, but Dave Roberts oh, yeah. said, no way. Exactly. Well, that's where you have a plan. And, and I go back, and I've talked about it. Uh, in fact, brought it up uh, last night with Charlie. Is it uh, Charlie and I had a conversation with Dr. Neil Elitrosh about three weeks ago, uh, just outside uh, the dugout club downstairs one night. 
And he was talking about players that are coming back from injuries, and certainly if it comes to surgery. And he goes, you know, when you're rehabbing and coming back, there are no shortcuts. And that's exactly, there was a game plan going into the surgery. There was a game plan after the surgery. And Dave Roberts stayed with the game plan along with the physicians and what the medical staff is saying last night is, look, we want to put at least uh, some kind of a number, some kind of performance, and also, more important than that, put the eye test. Was he struggling at any time? No. Was he laboring at any time? No. He looked comfortable, which, uh, again, uh, you reflect back. That was really a neat thing to see last night. You talk about coming back and uh, anxious, all these type of emotions. In the first inning, he threw 26 pitches. Mm-hmm. Austin Barnes told me after the game last night, he was just missing. So was it adrenaline or was it just a little bit of rust? I don't know. Go down and ask him. Yeah. We, we don't know. <laughs> Again, that's, that's why I said really off the top, would you like to know exactly what was going through his mind about, hey, it's okay, because the first pitch, first of all, was at 98 miles an hour. Before the the uh, the first at bat had ended, he'd already gone to 99. I wasn't that interested in the velocity. That was the added bonus, but the command of the strike zone after a long layoff. Yes, he'd had some other starts at the minor league level in the rehab, but this is a different scenario up here. We're going to try to catch up with Dustin May before first pitch today, Rick, so we'll try to ask him those questions. What do you mean you're going to try? I will. I go. See, I like that because Tommy Lasorda said, look, don't tell me you're going to try. We can get we can get a government <laughs> mule to try. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I need cooperation, Rick. It's not just a one-way street here. Oh, really? Well, you can ask the questions and then fill in the blanks yourself. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Today's Dodger Game Plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with the college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. You know why I'm excited today, Rick? I'm excited because baseball's best lineup is going up against baseball's best pitcher. I like it. I mean, this is a nice little window of opportunity to see how the Dodgers match up and uh, against a pitcher that has really caught everybody, not by surprise, but has caught everyone's uh, attention in Major League Baseball. You know what today is also? Today, if you go back to 1947, and most of these guys that are on the field began here, not in L.A., but began 1947 is when it started, was the Little League World Series was underway. Just about everyone has graduated at some particular point out of Little League Baseball, so uh, this, was, this was a nice touch. It goes back to 1947. It's really helped mold the lives of a lot of people, not just the players, but coaches and, and I think uh, also the parents. Hey, the Dodgers have a guy that won the Little League World Series, and that was Cody Bellinger, yeah. who became a World Series champion, yeah. too. And, and going back to Williamsport and having been there at various times and, and a graduate of Little League and, and recognized one year back there, too, uh, it was a nice touch. By the way, before we go, all of us wish you nothing but the best tomorrow. No, you're going to have surgery on your wrist. Uh, we'll be uh, keeping you in our thoughts. We know it's going to go splendidly, and, uh, and take care of yourself. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate it. Big win for me last night. I slept on my back. <laughs> <laughs> no more slides for you no more slides that's okay. for sure all right, tim pal. we'll send it back to you <laughs> all right thank you david dodgers baseball is brought to you by shakey's home in the original pizza chicken and mojos the triple play of flavor on game day feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at shaky still to come here on dodgers on deck we'll get you a preview of this pitching matchup rick and charlie will have the keys to the game but up next we go high and tight with david vasse it's the dodgers and marlins first pitch of 110 i'm tim cates this los angeles dodgers audio network this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for LA Dodgers baseball.
It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday. Ryan Pepio, the birthday boy, gets to start. First pitch coming up at 110. Still to come, Rick and Charlie will get to the keys to the game. I'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Rank number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. We are joined right now by a major league veteran, a catcher, and maybe the best hair in every single play-by-play broadcast booth across America. That's the Marlins radio analyst, J.P. Aaron Sibia. Thanks a lot for the time. Appreciate it. I appreciate that. I do think that Joe can give me a run. He's got pretty good hair, always slick back, but... Uh, you know, I, I, I hope that I have a full head of hair for a long time. One thing I don't understand, you're from Miami, but you did play for the Blue Jays in Canada. I feel like you have more of a Canadian accent than you do a Miami accent. I mean, I can drop a few bros on me on you if you need. Um, I don't know. I, it's funny. I, I will hear a lot of different uh, accents that people think that they hear. It's the, People say Cajun. Some people say Spanish Miami. Some people say Canadian. Whatever it is, I just hope that it sounds good on air. Yeah, it does. You're one of the best across the country as far as knowing baseball. And the Marlins are very fortunate to have you. And that's why you're here. We want to know about Sandy Alcantara. He's baseball's best pitcher. Yeah, he's uh, unbelievable. And it's been fun to watch, David, his progression. You know, I I got to watch him earlier when he was with the Marlins, and he was a guy who really nibbled in the strike zone and had you could see that he had the stuff to be really, really good. And now as a hitter, you have to deal with that third pitch. That's when you start to see how his jump, he went from being a really good starter to possibly a superstar to being a superstar. Now he goes fastball. He uses the four-seam and the two-seam, a slider, and a change-up, and he'll throw it at any time, and that's what makes him tough. Today he's going up against baseball's best lineup. How do you think he's approaching today as far as a measuring stick? Well, you know what's funny is I guarantee you, and, and the part of the development with Sandy is how he's continued to, to the mental side of the game to prepare. Like today in the clubhouse, I walk through the clubhouse, no one talks to him. No one talks to him on the game day. No one, he starts really changing the day before where he starts becoming more quiet, usually a jovial guy. And I guarantee you, if he's got that Steve Buscemi list, yeah. he's got the Dodgers on that list because Dodgers have hit him pretty well, uh, and they beat him up here last year. And so I guarantee you that he's been uh, circling this game, and he's going to want to make sure that he lets the Dodgers know that He's still the best pitcher in baseball, and pitching always beats good hitting. How did he handle Major League Baseball giving Clayton Kershaw the all-star start instead of himself? Uh, he was a pro about it, honestly. He was he was a guy who uh, he, he said that Clayton called him and that they had a conversation. You know, Sandy, I don't really think he buys into the stuff too much other than going out there and doing his job. Um, he always talks about his routines. He always talks about the things that he can control, and he couldn't control that. I mean, do I? If you obviously ask me, I'd tell you that I was pretty upset about it because, you know, that's a, he's having a, a really a career year, and who knows if this is a, something that he can repeat? Uh, you hope he does, and you think that he can, but uh, usually that that you know opportunity to start an All Star game goes to the best pitcher in baseball, and he's been the best pitcher in baseball. So it was unfortunate, but I understand. Here in L.A., Clayton Kershaw, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, so. 
No doubt. J.P. Aaron Sibia is our guest, Marlins analyst. And when you look at Sandy Alcantara and the way that he has pitched this year, baseball's best pitcher, Cy Young Award winner, we see it with Clayton Kershaw. Everything you talked about as far as the intensity, the focus, do you feel like he raises the focus of the infielders behind him? Yeah, everybody. You know, it's funny. When it's Sandy's day, these guys – you know, they feel different coming to the yard and, and feel different. What I mean is they know that they almost don't want to mess it up. I feel like you hear that uh, when when people talk, even the Mets talk about Max Scherzer, right, or yeah. DeGrom or even Clayton Kershaw. They, they always have that in the back of their mind, like they don't want to mess it up on his day because they know how serious and intense. And that's and that's something, you know, I think is, is a cool thing because, you know, after day game, you know, after the day after he starts, Sandy's in the weight room for two and a half hours. Like he is crushing it and they see him prepare and i think that by seeing him prepare they realize like hey man every five days we need to have our best effort not that they don't but that they're heightened and uh so it's fun to watch and and sandy i think you know watching him how intense he is now like a clayton kershaw like a max scherzer like a degrom all the greats you know they have that kind of little bit of sob in them yeah and uh they, they make sure that they don't mess up because they don't want to really kind of, you know, poke the bear. Yeah, right. Thanks a lot for the time and the insight on baseball's best pitcher. Great to see you here in Los Angeles, and I'm sorry I ruined Bernie the Brewer's slide for you. Yeah, no, and I'm upset that you can't come to Miami now. You have to go and get cut up and get your uh, stuff going. But at least you're doing all right, and that, that makes me happy. Thank you, JP. You're the best. Always great to see you. Thanks, David. There he is, the man, J.P. Aaron Sibia. Tim, we'll send it back to you in the studio. All right, thanks a lot, David. Thanks a lot, J.P. Great stuff there as we lead you up to first pitch on this Sunday afternoon. It's the Dodgers and the Marlins. Final game of this three-game set. Leading you up to first pitch, we'll break down this pitching matchup when we come back. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your home for the blue all season long. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your part of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800 962 cards and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Marlins. Dodgers going for the three game sweep. First pitch in Dodger Stadium is coming up at 110. And now. Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Ryan Pepio turns 25 years old today. The rookie right-hander 1-0 with a 426 ERA, making his seventh start in the big leagues, making his third straight start since taking over for Clayton Kirsch on the rotation. Last time out, four and two-third innings, three runs, three hits, six strikeouts, five walks, in a no decision against the Brewers in Milwaukee. He is facing 26-year-old right-hander Sandy Acantara, who is 11 and 5 with a 192 ERA at the Dominican Republic. Fourth full season in the major leagues. Came up with the Cardinals in 17. Pitched a couple of games, then traded to the Marlins that offseason. Pitched a few games in 2018. 2019, though, really exploded onto the scene. Was an all-star that year. Was an all-star this year. Is considered one of the best young right-handed pitchers in all of baseball. Making his 25th start this year. Last time out, seven shutout innings. Scattered four hits, struck out seven in a win over the Padres. He currently leads the major leagues in ERA. Innings and complete games. He's amongst the National League pitchers ranked third in whip. Fourth in opponent's batting average, fifth in strikeouts, and tied for sixth in wins. He has tossed at least eight innings and ten starts this year, more than double anyone else. Last time he faced the Dodgers, July 28th, 
2021 last year at home, he pitched four innings, allowing five runs on seven hits. His last outing at Dodger Stadium was May of last year. He went just an inning and a third, allowing eight earned runs on seven hits against the Dodgers 0-2 with a 1481 ERA. Dodgers and Marlins, 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cases, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Marlins. Ryan Pepio turns 25 today. Sandy Alcantara, the pitching matchup, one of the best right-handers in all of baseball. First pitch coming up at 110. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles, our bus operators. Remember to thank your driver. All right, first pitch coming up. Before that, though, final check-in from the booth with Rick and Charlie. Guys. All right, Tim, the Dodgers looking to fillet the fish today, looking for a three-game sweep over the Marlins after their 7 to nothing win last night. The Dodgers have outscored the Marlins 9-1 to and out-hit them 18-8 to in the first two games of the series, but the Dodgers have a big tall order in front of them today in Sandy Alcantara facing Ryan Pepio. And they're going to give the ball to Ryan Pepio. One thing that Pepio does, he has a low batting average against. He's below 200, 198 to be exact. Uh, runners in scoring position, very low batting average against, 118, but the problem has been too many walks. 20 walks versus 29 strikeouts. He needs to trust the stuff, and when he is on, that changeup is really a big, big weapon for him, and he sets it up with a fastball that can surprise some people, especially if they're looking for off-speed pitches. And then there is Sandy Alcantara. And uh, even uh, here's the deal, Alcantara. First of all, he is averaging. Now, this is averaging 97.8 miles an hour. He also has, like Pepio, has a very good changeup. So pick your poison as a hitter. He's refined the changeup, also the curveball, uh, along with the slider as well. But uh, 197 batting average against him. He is a tough customer. And if he has you with two strikes, everybody against him has hit just 129. He's a tough customer. And don't be taking too many pitches that are really in the big part of the plate. You're not going to see many. And he has thrown seven or more scoreless innings in seven starts this year. That's the most in the majors and the most by any Marlin since Dontrell Willis back in 2005. Dodgers and Marlins, it's the final game of the three-game series. Dodgers looking for a sweep. Lineups and first pitch coming up. All right, Dodgers and Marlins are next. Dodgers, we're right back at it tomorrow night as the Milwaukee Brewers come to town for a three-game series. We just saw the Brewers, four-game split in Milwaukee last week. Dodgers are looking to wrap things up today against the Marlins. Reel them in and get the sweep. Ryan Pepio gets the start. First pitch when we come back. Dodgers and Marlins. Rick and Charlie have the call. I'm Tim Cates. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.